Hey, everyone. This podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y Unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. And guess what? There is no third person. Not nah. this time, baby. It's just me and Dave. Yeah. And like, I wish I could say like, oh, our guest fell through. But like, honestly, I think we were both pretty low energy this week. It's, and it was like, man, well, well, you have a guest set up for next week. Yeah. So. It, it has been a, a, a bear of a week. Yeah. It has been a Loch Ness monster of a week. Do you mean like nationally, personally, all, all of the, the above. above? All of the yeah. above. It's it was it was an illusion and the closer I went I found out it was just a, a vindictive hoax. Yep. That yeah. was this week. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So we we didn't try to we didn't actually like try to get a, a guest until yesterday morning. So yeah. This, yeah. one, this one's we can't blame it on a guest. This one's on us. Yeah, it's on us. But they love us. Yeah, they love you listening guys, to you us. Guys know what? No, know what you signed up for. You know what this is. Yeah, we're such cheery folk. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they love us. Our positivity, man, it's beaming. It's coming through it in beams. Radiates out. You can probably fe- I, as you're listening, you can probably feel warm rays of, of positivity. Yeah. Listen, life is you know, um. It, it, it's, it can be good and then it can be bad and then it can be good but I, I mean I will say a lot of these trailers that we're going to talk about did, uh, did get me hyped they did get me hyped or at least yeah. they didn't bum me out well 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 I mean as in turn the plots some of the plots well look <laughs> like, we'll get into it yeah the uh, very first trailer we're gonna talk about all right let's go Ooh, that's a juicy trailer i can't that's wait to talk about that spicy one with you. meatball <laughs> yeah oh oh you got you already know what it is yeah you fuckers know what it is but let's get uh, speaking of you fuckers uh let's thank some yeah. of you fuckers all right hey big thanks to children love the meat millie Woo. always a pleasure mm-hmm. um Thank you to Grumblebee. Nah. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Very mm. vivid image is it a, there. Is it a pyramid of horses or is it a pyramid full of horses? These are oh, the kinds I was, of things that... I was I was thinking like Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Oh, sure. Uh, but as a horse. But a horse. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Still like with its ass out and that weird like mm-hmm. 
That like the apron on or whatever. Yeah, man. What's that guy's deal? I don't know. It's like a butcher's apron. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Del Griffith, the shower curtain fella. Mm. Thank you to Lef. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. Bram. Thank you to Jake. Concise. I like it. Yep. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Jones. Yeah. Thank you to the baby from Eraser Head. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Mm. Chiz Lily Tits. Thank mm-hmm. you to these seven bees. These. These seven bees. Specifically these seven bees. Yeah. Thank you to Breezy. Ruizy. Thank you. Thank you to Davy Francis for the revenge. All right. I guess I'll take over. Thank you to MVB. Yeah. Thank you to Thank Chester's you. Prophet. Thank, Thank you to definitely you. not Guillermo del Toro. Thank, Thank you to Brian, you. who Tom knows. Yeah, Thank you to does. Bob Grenville. Thank, Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Thank you to Down Home Chicken. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Thank you. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you to Happy Ed 209. He looked pretty happy when he was blowing that dude away. He did. Thank you to Tom and Dave are good writers. Follow them at Collider and Some More News. It's true. Sure. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. All right. Thank you to all. All right. All right. All right. All you, right. You fuckers. Okay. It's time. Everybody calm down. Everybody calm, calm the fuck down. down. It's time for the third Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or rather the second Spider-Man 3. This is the, the second Spider-Man 3. Right, right, right. It feels like the third Spider-Man 3 because right, the Amazing because Spider-Man 2. Right, it's the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, and the Amazing Spider-Man 2 had some serious Spider-Man 3 vibes. It sure did. It sure uh, did, Dave. Okay, so. It was like it was like the overpriced airport version of Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, it's. I think the internet has already thoroughly covered this, but it is strange that, well, Doctor Strange would be like, I'm going to help you erase everybody's memory. It's strange that Peter doesn't understand the concept of he could just tell people again uh, that that forget. Um, but I want to assume it's not this, like the, the inciting incident uh, in this trailer. I really hope it's not as dumb as it makes it out to be. Well, I, yeah, it's a trailer, because so who who can say? Exactly. But in the trailer, yeah. he's like, Doctor Strange, can you erase people's memory that I'm Spider-Man? And Doctor Strange, who I thought his arc was learning responsibility with magic, is like, sure, man. It sure was his arc, Dave. But who, yeah. who gives a fuck? It's the second Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Um, I think this looks really bad. Like, I think this looks really, (laughs) really bad. It's all... A buddy of mine at Collider has written before about how we seem... With this uh, iteration of Spider-Man, we seem wholly unable or just, like, vehemently opposed to letting him actually be the star of his own movies. Um, Ooh, that's a really good point. So, like, in you know, in in, uh, Homecoming, he had to share the spotlight with Iron Man, and it's largely an Iron Man story, because, like, the Vulture's connection was to Iron Man and the Avengers. Um, and then the second movie is all about, it's like Endgame uh, uh, mopping up, and it's it's still like connected to Tony Stark and the Avengers and everything that's going on with that. And then this movie is like 
all of it's not even in the same canon it's like we're so desperate to not let spider-man be the focus of his own spider-man movie that we're pulling characters and actors from previous franchises (laughs) that aren't even in canon with this one and it's just right it's just member berries it's just a trailer of member berries you know what I mean? It's just like, here's Doc yes, Ock. Do you I, remember Doc Ock? Uh, yeah, I do. That was 17 years ago. What is this? Here, yeah, here's what Marvel, I think, all right, this is where they're going to run into some issues, because that's a very good point about the fact that it. we we like this Peter Parker. We do for sure. We do, yeah. Um, But it does, Marvel has to survive on transitioning us to the, that main cast of 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 avengers right yeah i suppose who so yeah got their own movies they have to transition them to these you know the the what were like the side characters and the best way to do that is through spider-man because he's the closest to like the new uh, yeah. not literally but the new iron man you know like oh this is the guy and who like we we care about and we're gonna follow into, but they haven't really given us enough time with him. You're right. Uh, they're not doing the and, work with him that they did with Iron Man. Yeah, you're also right that they're okay. They get this bonus thing where they're like, uh, I think I talked about this with Cody uh, one of the last episodes, but like that that they have a time machine now, and then they have this multiverse, and it's gonna get to a point where it's like. It's just sort of the writers making up the rules, you know what I mean? Because it's it's like fucking everything. Yeah, it's and at any point they can go back in time. They can introduce we're, characters from the Fox franchise. Yeah, Patrick Stewart can show up. It it's just a fucking mess. Yeah, it's we're getting into um, Rick and Morty territory where the multiverse concept in a show like Rick and Morty is perfect because that's a comedy and it's a comedy. Uh, deconstruction of a lot of these ideas and it's also like a deconstruction of like nihilism and a, a bunch right. of other ideas and that it really nothing matters right yeah. so that that the concept of the multiverse really serves that that show's point of view and and, it, and it's a great device for comedy because you can do literally anything you can think of you can just come up with hey it's a multiverse that is a right. terrible thing to introduce into a, a drama because yeah, if now we have time machines uh, like in in Endgame, uh, they you know they said that's the last of the Pym particles, but that's just until they say that oh we discovered more Pym particles, you know, right? Or they yeah, go they to a multiverse where it's a multiverse of Pym particles, like so we have two devices now in the Marvel movies that can just completely undo anything, and it it's. It, nothing, nothing matters. Nothing matters, and it's this is a trailer that is such. Uh, again it's a trailer but like we've known what this we've known that this is what they're doing for a long time bringing in all these old actors and 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 characters from the previous franchises which like seems like it could be cool and fun but like it's just this is such a such a filmmaking by committee and like such a nobody has any vision so where it's just we they're it's 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 too much of like this has been this is what happens when you focus group a movie into oblivion so they're trying to give uh, the fans what they think they want and it's like this 
it's just hey you remember doc ock hey you remember green goblin it's like yeah i remember these you made this movie so what's this movie like i don't uh. listen here's the thing all that all that said that is the logical part of my brain saying that uh, I got delighted when I saw that rubber-faced fucking Alfred Molina show up. Oh, his horrible uh, de-aged face. <laughs> yeah, I like. I was like, ooh, when I heard that stupid goblin laugh and, and right, the promise of a, a Willem Dafoe. Right, because it's, it's like, re- fuck yeah. I'm remembering how excited I was to see them in the movie 20 years ago. But right. that's not the same thing as, as making a good movie. That's just... No, it's not at just all. The, it's the member berries from South Park. That's yeah. all it is. It's Star Wars all over again. It's like, what are we doing? Right. What are we right. doing? <laughs> I think part of this and the fact that the multiverse given us, uh, the, the Doctor Strange one is given to Sam Raimi. I'm like, well, anything to make it like those, I guess I'm good with. Sure. Like, because those, those are delightful. Although I will say, uh, this is, I don't want to, I don't want to like, like everybody knows where spider-man 3 what spider-man 3 is yeah um but thinking back at the spider-mans at the time in theaters i think it's easy to forget that like we have a heavy nostalgia for them i certainly do i think the second one is fantastic but it's it is still like a comic book movie yeah and and it still is like it's still like narratively it's just like yeah it's still over the top and silly yeah uh so i think I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's. It doesn't feel like we're lowering a bar or anything. No. But like the nostalgia for those silly movies as something like amazing or something uh, that needs to be respected. I think. I don't know. I. Th- I think we're getting to that part where people who grew up on those movies have gotten to a certain age, and we're gonna see like people go a little too far. I think. Yeah. In their nostalgia for those Spider Mans. People going too um, far with nostalgia, they would never. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've already seen people be like this: this fight between Doc Ock and whatever was the most amazing fight ever on film, and I'm like, eh, it's really good, but like, settle down, yeah, calm you know? down. It's it was fine. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, there. And I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. It's uh, there could. It, I want to give, you know, every, you, you want to give everything the benefit of the doubt. So, I mean, there is a chance, like, this is such a bizarre idea that there is a chance this movie could be really unique and special. It it, it just, it all depends on how you handle this kind of idea. Yeah. I don't think, they're not going to have anything to say from it. No. Besides. No, hell no. <laughs> look, we got Tobey Maguire back and maybe yeah, Andrew Garfield yeah, if I, he's good about it. I think they got all of They probably got all of them. Yeah, I think Andrew Garfield, I think, is going to be the one that surprisingly everybody goes, woo, when they see because nobody expects his ass to show up. Uh, but I do think, like, they probably got him, right? Probably. It's not, there's kind of no point unless they get, unless they get both him and Toby. It's kind of, no. there's, there's, yeah, the idea is almost dead in the water, but. It, yeah, it sure seems like Sandman shows up in this trailer. Um, I've seen people breaking it down where you can see like hints of electro uh well, we know professor professor lizard professor Liver- lizard man i've seen some things about the well to see that's, that that guy yeah pro- uh, reese Ephens, uh the lizard yeah uh, i mean yeah probably but that's that's kind of funny to me that people are like break you can kind of see electro in here it's like yeah we know he's in it 
We know. Right. We know, we know he's that in Jamie Foxx is casting. We know it. Yeah. he's in it. Like, what are you doing? Right. I've seen people who are like, okay, so there's like, we we figured out five of the Sinister Stick six. Who's going to be sixth? And people are just like, yeah, Vulture, right? It's like, yeah, probably. Like he's they, in. Uh, yeah. He's in Morbius. Yeah, like they're clearly pushing that character. Mm-hmm. Oh, Morbius! Is that really still happening? That's really still happening. I've I've also heard that Tom Hardy has a cameo in Morbius. So they really oh, they're no. really pushing for Sinister Six. They have been since the Andrew Garfield movies. Like they tried right. they tried to really rush yeah. into Sinister Six in that second one. But yeah, oh, God, Amazing Spider Man that series. Whew. What, yeah. a, what what a time capsule. Yeah, I it it's it feels like there's an alternate universe, right? Where Sam Raimi made three Spider-Man movies and the last one didn't get fucked up, you know, where he was like allowed to do the thing. And these movies we would feel no need to be like let's make more. Like and I do really like I there's something to like about all the versions. Uh but it does feel like it's i don't know it 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 feels like they already kind of did it right right you know what i mean like this this movie this trailer the idea of this movie uh if it says anything it's that we have the one idea for spider-man right and that's the thing is like he's a plucky high school kid and it's all the same villains let's do it again that's I think that's the thing is it's like okay you did you did perfect Green Goblin stuff you did perfect Doc Ock so yeah for this one they're like what do we do recast it no let's just bring them back because they're right in that yeah you can't you kind of can't top like Spider Man two I think is probably the best Spider Man thing we have right probably and it sort of just it sort of just nailed it those first two Spider Men uh, <laughs> so everything else just feel like supplemental. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. Have you watched What If? I haven't watched any What If. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is. I think uh, I don't know. It's too much. Shang Chi looks. Shang Chi looks more interesting. That seems like something where they could actually be like, like that. Well, that's that that's seems like least... it's actually. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. That seems like it could be um, an interesting way to continue the cinematic universe mm-hmm. by being like, okay, now everybody look over here. Here's a completely new thing happening. You know what I mean? That feels like a completely new thing. Yeah. I know it's not. Well, it, it, uh, it, I'm kind of getting the Guardians vibe from it. Not necessarily in tone, but just because it's like, okay, here's a completely new group of characters in a completely different part of the world that we haven't spent any time with in the Marvel yeah. universe. And, you know, um, in Guardians, and it, it's space, but, you know, it, it, and then Shang-Chi is, it's, yeah, at least, like, and it also, at least, you know, it's a new character. Um, it's a new, like, mythology fucking... to get into. Like, there's, it, Shang, yeah. Shang-Chi is definitely the more appealing offer of these two. Um, this one yeah this one feels like the culmination of all the messes they've made in this little group yeah where it's like yeah this shit is falling apart uh the the fucking once alpha molina doc ock shows up in this it's like yeah the world the world is fucking like it crawls out of a crater crumbling (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh man i don't know i i don't know the only way they can fix this really 
is by resetting the cannon somehow. The only way like they a, can fix this is by throwing Topher Grace in there. D- Fuck it. Topher Grace? Put him in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me that Topher Grace. Holy venom. shit. I want him and Tom Hardy side by side. Oh, what a what an impossible film that would be. <laughs> yeah. You know what I want to see represented? That astronaut that Mary Jane left at the altar. Yep, John Jameson. I want that, yeah, I want that fucking astronaut in this. Get man Let me get that landlord. You know what I want? I want Peter's landlord. <laughs> Mr. Ditkovich? Yeah. Uh, that's I can you imagine this trailer if that's who popped out? <laughs> It was like rent. That uh, that, <laughs> that would, be, would be the well. The, there would be an additional like because that actor has passed. So th- oh my god, <laughs> there would be like an additional wrinkle to that. Like ah, it's fucking like Peter Cushing what, him. What sort of dark magic have you have you uh, meddled with, <laughs> Doctor Strange? Oh my god, God, see that's the move. That's what they should have done. God damn it. I mean, there's always a chance that this movie is buck fucking wild. So yeah, <laughs> that's all right. I think that's Marvel's only hope yes. is to be like, nothing matters. We're going to become like meta on top of meta on top of meta. Um, or they do. I said this the last episode. The weirdest thing I never thought I'd say is it feels like DC is doing the better thing now by just being like, here's a bunch of unconnected stories. Yeah. Like, here's the Harley Quinn show. Here's the new Suicide Squad. Here's the Robert Pattinson Batman. Are they part of one big cinematic universe? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, it, let's not cares? do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it would. I would have liked it better if Marvel was like, we're making a new X-Men series. And people were like, how does it connect? And they could just be like, it doesn't. It's its own fucking thing. That would be that kind of better. That would be kind of better. Where they're like, this one's not made by a sex criminal. That's our pitch. Man, it's X Men, yeah. not yeah, no sex, not criminal. made by a monster. Yeah, yeah. boy, those most uh, of those X Men movies suck. They <laughs> yes, but I love them. They suck so bad. <laughs> they're such a beautiful disaster. They're so shitty. Oh, I want to watch X Men Apocalypse now. Yeah, you do. That piece of oh, shit. All right, a total piece of shit. We should move let's on. talk about. Yeah, let's talk about night books. Let's talk about Tales from the Dark Side, if the fucking framing device was a whole movie. Speaking of Marvel, is that Jessica Jones? Uh, I think so. All right. This, uh, I want to know this witch's deal, because uh, she's just like, she like kidnaps children, and then she makes them write scary stories for her. Yeah. I mean, this is a kid's show, yeah, right? Sure. I mean, it's a movie, I think, but yeah. Kid's movie, yeah. Yeah, it just, it's fascinating to me that, that that's clearly the framing device for an anthology story uh yeah. in in like i said in point of fact it's the framing device for the tales from the dark side movie uh where uh, uh debbie harry is the witch and has locked a kid in her kitchen Perfect. and she's gonna eat him but he's delaying her by telling her a bunch of scary stories and that's right, what but this that's is not what i mean it's a witch is... who traps kids in her house and it's like you gotta write me oh. scary stories or i kill you but are we actually going to see the stories? It feels like the kids are like, fuck this. No, and yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. This is the premise yeah. of an anthology movie that they've right. just decided to remove the anthology aspect right. of it. So it just becomes, they're writing stories. Fucking why? <laughs> I want What I want to happen is the first time he sits down to write a story, he just hits the witch with a book and runs. And the rest of the movie is just like, 
it's just fucking don't breathe with a witch. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. It sets up this, like, delightful anthology, and it seems like that falls apart. I don't know. It it does look fun, or it looks it looks well made. Uh, yeah, it looks interesting. For, like, a spooky kids thing. Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a strange... Uh, I, I, it's... I, I I just I want that premise to be like that's my immediate reaction to that premise is like oh so this is about the stories they're telling it's like oh no no <laughs> no not at all oh okay <laughs> it is a it is a very bizarre it's like the scary stories to tell in the dark movie where they bafflingly didn't make that an anthology film right yeah you know, what, what god are, damn what it I forgot here? about that movie oh, yeah. what are what were they doing I don't know being dumb. I don't know. This is from the director of Brightburn, which is a well-directed. He's got he's got connections to James Gunn. Yeah, um, that's a well well-directed uh, film. I know we didn't agree on on the content, but yeah, I thought I thought that could have used some work, but it's um it's still like I don't know, still well-directed. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so I I don't know. This seems this seems neat. Like this ain't hurting anybody. Yeah, it looks the it old looks, night books. It looks fun. It's Sam Raimi's producing. I mean, it's cool visuals in that's it. Something. It looks like it looks like it's going to scare kids a little bit, and I'm always on board for that. Oh yeah, yeah. They're doing that thing where they're like, you know what? Fuck kids. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. You know what? Let's fuck them up a little bit. Yeah, I like a weird fucking morphing hairless cat in this. It looks fun. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. I I don't know. Nightbooks. You guys should check out the trailer. I guess. Working on the night books. If you want to <laughs> scare some kids. What if it was Bob Seger? Oh. <laughs> what if it was like as the witch? Yeah. They're it's they're 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 trapped in Bob Seeger's house. And he's, he's that would be making great. them write him scary stories. It is Jessica Jones, by the way. Um and I like her. I like um Kristen, uh, Ritter. Kristen Ritter. But now that you've mentioned it, like I would also appreciate if it's just Willem Dafoe or something like that, um, just like an actor that you're like generally like I don't know if I want him near kids, you know? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not I'm not saying that like, he's like a I, I'm not I'm not accusing him of anything. It just seems like I wouldn't. Yeah, you know. like I watched the Harky speech in the Lighthouse, and I'm like, maybe not, maybe not have the kids. Right. Like Willem Dafoe, he seems like the kind of guy who would like show a show kid like a gnarly scar he has, and like traumatize the kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like tell him a story about some time he saw someone die on the train tracks. Like it's that kind of not around kids. Where it's like, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna hurt their soul a little bit. Yeah, kill them. <laughs> you're gonna make them grow up too fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some shit that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, and, and it'll be something where he's like, ah, they gotta get used to the real world. And it's like, just don't show them pictures of someone who was killed, though, Willem. Why do you even have that in your wallet? <laughs> you know, just, it's that sort of stuff. His wallet photos of drowning victims. Yeah, exactly. Like, here's my favorite one. Uh, <laughs> fucking Willem Dafoe. All right, let's move on. All right. Maya and the Three. This is a series, isn't it? I don't know. I thought it was a movie. Uh, it's an animated thing for uh, Netflix about uh, a Mayan princess, I believe. It's a, it's a mini-series. Mini-series, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, a girl who wants to be a warrior, I believe. Um, and then she has to fight a bunch of gods, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I know the fucking, uh, 
cast is ridiculous. Yeah, this cast is out of control. Holy shit. Yeah. Zoe it's Saldana, got, Stephanie Beatriz, Diego Luna, Gail Garcia Bernal, Alfred Molina, Danny Trejo, Cheech Marin, Rosie Perez, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Queen Latifah. Man. Uh, I don't know. This looks this looks delightful. Uh, yeah, she's so. I, I I probably got the culture wrong, and I apologize. But it's some kind of one Mesoamerican uh, pr- princess of some kind. Right. Um. Yeah, and it's you know it looks um. It's like <laughs> it, my it my like, biggest it hit looks against like Disney. It. it looks like the Disney version of Apocalypto. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. <laughs> Oh, what if it was? <laughs> oh no! I never saw Apocalypto because that was at a point where I was like, I- "I'm sorry, Mel Gibson's doing what?" Nah, I'm I'm good. It, <laughs> I'm all uh, set. It's pretty with good. Mel's. It's pretty good. Uh, well, he's a good director, yeah. but he's just a you know. He's also a monster. <laughs> yeah, he's a real monster. I didn't want to know what he had to say about this. Not much. It's just uh, an, it's just a really tight action movie. It's not really much to say. Sure. I just figured if anybody could, it'd be Mel Gibson. Yeah. Uh, 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 but the only, I guess the only thing that bothers me about this is uh, it, this is a blanket statement about most animations is it all looks like it's It all looks fucking, the same. Yeah. It looks like it's semi Pixar. Yeah. Like even Pixar is bleeding with this stuff where it's just like, I just, when I saw this, I was, I was like, I don't know who this is. Yeah, initially it, yeah it's because it's like it could be fucking anybody that's the big drawback for 3d animation i think is that it's all uh yeah it all it's all looks the same now yeah and like imagine if this was done in a different style yeah it would be really cool yeah um, but you know i i mean it is what it is um yeah it doesn't it's it doesn't fully take away like for me this issue is kind of on the par with the um like how when posters all look the same or movies are all color corrected the same where it's like it doesn't like the quality of the movie uh that says nothing about it like the mad max poster looks like every other poster i believe it has that color scheme that doesn't mean mad max fury road was bad it was in fact very good it's just frustrating. It's that it's, weird little like pet peeve. I think it's more frustrating with animation because animation, that's like the point of it, right? Is the fact that you can do all these different uh, unique styles and, you know, there's... there's. It should be the point like, of it. Like a photo real, like you're making a movie, there's only so many different ways you can light a human being. It's still going to look like a human being. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but with like animation, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, you, there's, there's a lot of different ways you can draw a person and it's we've all decided right. on this look for 3d animation and yeah that's the thing also computer animation that's like, that's man, what I, that's what i mean yeah computer animation they could all look like fucking alfred molina like it'd just be the, they the could spider-man all alfred molina like 2004's alfred molina yeah there's so many options yeah so many uh, options but yeah maya and the three <laughs> coming to netflix still looks good yeah uh, it, yeah. It's, or at least the story looks good. Yeah, you don't. It, it's it's not a culture that gets represented a lot in animation, at least not in mainstream animation. So right, that's interesting. That's 
By the way, that's going back to Marvel. That's the thing that does bum me out the most is now that Marvel's like, maybe we shouldn't just have a bunch of white people. It's when they it feels like it's all kind of uh, fading. Yeah, it's after they shoved honkies down our throats for 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, what a bummer. Yeah. Um, now we'll do Shang-Chi. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now, now that you're now that While we're... choked us to death on Marvel content for the yeah, past exactly. 10 years. Uh, I love that Abomination right. is in it. You kids remember Wait. Abomination? Wait, what's Abomination? Uh, Wait, Abomination's in Shang-Chi. Which one's Abomination? Abomination is Tim Roth from The Incredible Hulk. What the fuck? That's what is the, he doing? I don't know. He's fighting him in that cage fight in the trailer, though. You can see him. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, and he's coming what? back for the She-Hulk TV show, I believe. So. Oh, yeah. Bring back Edward Bring Norton. Bring back Edward Norton. No, they're Bring not Bring back... Bring back Omar from The Wire, yeah. who is in just, The Incredible Hulk. Might as well just be playing Omar, because he's just yeah. a guy that walks outside and is like, hey, it's the Hulk. From what I recall of the making of it, that was yeah. Edward Norton just yeah. like, I like The Wire. And they were like, sure, man. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, but, oh, man, that movie. I haven't watched that thing in a really long time. It's a journey. It is. Uh, also a journey. Uh, the Starling. Yes, this is our next trailer. The Starling. It's a it's a dramedy coming to Netflix. Uh, uh, it's got Melissa McCarthy and uh, Chris O'Dowd. They appear to be a couple who has lost a baby. Yeah. Um, and they're both dealing with it in not great ways. Uh, he's uh in an institution, um, has been hospitalized, and she is uh. Not talking to Kevin Klein. Talking to Kevin Klein, who is a former therapist who's now a veterinarian. Um and it's yeah, it's it's about Kevin Klein trying to get them through this uh grieving process uh, and get them basically back on the same wavelength, I think. Yeah. It looks good. It looks yeah, like yeah. it's gonna be sad as fuck. Um It does. I really enjoy Melissa McCarthy doing stuff like this. Uh and I, I do, yeah. This, this just looks really fucking solid. Yeah, it, I, I don't think it's gonna be like a heavy, uh, right, heavy bummer. It's, it's a bittersweet. There's a lot of jokes in the trailer, but it's very, yeah. it's a very heavy subject. Oh yeah. So I, I, it's gonna be. It feels like a less bad version of a movie like, um, what is that called? Rain on me. Is that the one with, with John Don Cheadle, Cheadle and, and Adam, Adam Sandler? Sandler? Yeah. Yeah, where it's like a tragic idea that's happened off screen at the beginning of the movie that these characters are dealing with. Uh, and, and, and like, I don't know, that's, that's that, yeah, that can make for a really good premise. I know the script has been around for a while, so I think it's, I think it's a very solid movie. Uh I mean, yeah, yeah, it's got Kevin Klein. He hasn't been. It's in, got Kevin Klein. He hasn't an animal. Been in a movie in a long time. I don't think. It does. It really feels that way. It's Kevin Klein now looking like Kevin Klein playing his dad in in, in Fierce, Fierce Creatures. Creatures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his dad, Rupert Murdoch, in Fierce Creatures. Oh yeah. God, I want to watch Fierce Creatures now. It's a film. It is a motion it's a picture. Film. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a delightful film. It's okay. It's a delightful. It's, it's, film. You watch it if you watch it back to back with a fish called Wanda. Uh, you, you, well, you, yeah, you get, it's no a fish called. You get Wanda. to fierce creatures. You're like, oh, we lost something. <laughs> I do love Michael Palin uh, in it. 
in both, in both, in both films, yeah. he's incredible. Yeah. By the way, what Kevin Klein's been up to, I know this because I've been watching Bob's Burgers. He's a regular on that. Oh, dope. Yeah. So he's he's been he's been making a making a buck or two. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, don't you remember Beauty and the Beast? Where he played Maurice. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Crazy old Maurice. Crazy old Maurice. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's always nice to see Kevin Klein, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's never been. When are we going to see Phoebe Cates again? That's the real question. Oh. I don't know, man. She she left acting uh, to, to raise their children and hasn't been back. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think her last movie. The- I think her last movie was Princess Caribou, which was like '94. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, she's been in the Lego Dimensions video game. Yeah. Uh, 2001, the anniversary party was the last thing, and then Princess Caribou. So basically, 1994, and then she was like, "I'm gonna take a very long break." She showed up in something called the Anniversary Party, and and then she said, "I'm gonna take a really long break," and then she showed up in um, a video game. Sure. Yeah, let's bring her back. Yeah. I mean, unless she doesn't want to come back. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't drop dead, Fred. She was, yep. That that takes something out of you, you know? Um, yeah, because it's such an incredible gift to the world. So yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of yourself has to go into it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She she was like, I have no more acting. Uh, to I give. am drained. Yeah, this was my citizen Kane. Uh uh you want to talk about Spencer? Sure. Who is Spencer? Diana Spencer. Oh, got it. Thanks, uh-huh. everybody. Just call it Diana then. Come well, on, because I think there's probably another movie called Diana. We're really, we're really all horned up for Princess Di right now. Yeah. For some reason, like the Crown, people lost their fucking minds over the Crown I, with with I, Princess Diana came into it. You ever? I think what it is, and I think this is what's happening with the Monica Lewinsky stuff, is like it's the equivalent of like. You ever have someone insult you and you don't realize it's an insult? And then later you're like, wait a fucking second. <laughs> I feel like we're doing that with cultural moments from the 90s where we're like, wait, the fuck were we doing? Yeah. What the fuck is that? And problem. so it, Yeah, I think we're circling back to be like, you know what? That was really fucked up what we did. I think, didn't they, they got divorced in the 80s, though. I mean, your, I your point know, still stands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is from the writer of Serenity, so maybe it's just all a video game. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. They got, got divorced. In, they separated in 92, divorced in 96. All right. Man, if this okay. is like the video game of of uh, the, the Princess of Wales, then fuck yes. <laughs> yes, please. It's the director of Jackie. Uh, oh, yeah. The Natalie Portman one that nobody saw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Fucking Kirsten Stewart, man. Odd she's choice, but, um, I mean, she looks convincing. I remember when she got cast in this, I was like, that's a weird pick. Uh, but, right. But again, they don't have to look exactly like They don't them, have to look know? exactly like it. And you also, at least I do, you forget how young Princess Diana was. Like she, right. she was like 37 when she died. Yeah. That's just wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suspect this is the biggest bummer on this list in terms of, like, to watch. It's going to be a real bummer to watch. Mm-hmm. Looks really good, uh, but it's you know. Yeah, it's it's going to really suck. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, that said, it I don't know. It looks really good. Um, yeah. I hope. I don't know. Maybe she'll get a reward or something for it. Oh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, 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 hopefully, it's at least a good movie. Yes. Yeah, and like, there's no indication from this trailer that it isn't. Although the trailer isn't showing you no, much. No, it's like um, a minute long. I don't. I think there's like one line of dialogue. It's 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 mostly just images of of. It it, it does a good job of conveying kind of what it must have felt like to be Diana. So in that way, it's it's a pretty good trailer. Yeah, it feels like uh, it takes place in a single day. It might. Yeah. Um, at least that's just the impression I get from the trailer because it's all kind of one location. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I don't know that that would be an interesting choice. Um, I'm sure it's gonna. Yeah, it, it might be uh, reading oh. that it's about her spending a holidays with the royal family. I was gonna say it, so, it might be about when they announce their separation because that was a big fucking deal. Yeah. Oh, it looks like okay. So, it's about her Christmas holiday with the royal family and deciding to leave mm. uh, Charles. So, yeah, I think it's it's the idea of a very pivotal moment in her life. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good choice. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's looks, that's uh, more that's uh, certainly more good. interesting than trying to do like a, a biopic of her entire life. Right. I like it. This is the I, sort of thing. I where... prefer it when biopics do this, where they pick like a pivotal moment or something, as opposed to trying to paint a picture of the person's entire life, because usually that doesn't lend itself to a film. <laughs> right. Because most people's lives are boring, even if they're famous. Right. Yeah. So it's like choose a moment that's uh, exciting that sums them up as a person. Yeah. You're definitely going to have to make some shit up. But you're making a movie. Yeah, so, it's it, you know. it's a movie, isn't it? <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a movie, folks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it looks good. Yeah. We have a final trailer. This is like a trailer for a bunch of other trailers. This is the next lineup for Welcome to the Blumhouse. Sure. If you remember, they did this, what, last year? Last year, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, here's a bunch of movies we don't want to advertise on their own. It looks and, like... Uh, this looks like a little like last year's selection was pretty was pretty scattershot. It was like four wholly unrelated films that they just put out. It, yeah, it looks like this is at least a little more thematically unified because they're going with it's four films again, but they're presenting them as two double features. Um, yeah, and they seem to be at least a little more like it's getting more of a grindhouse feel. I think specifically the, the my... film Grindhouse that Tarantino and Rodriguez did. Right. Like yes, it even has the aesthetic. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, here's my guess. My guess is that the first Welcome to the Blumhouse was was in fact thrown together. Yeah. Like that's my guess is they were like, bunch... what if we put them all together and call it this? You know what I mean? It was a bunch of movies they bought, a bunch of festival movies they bought on the cheap, and it was like, well, here's a way we can package this that people will watch it because Blumhouse itself is a brand right now. Right. Yeah, so I'm guessing they had a whole year to be like, so what films actually do we want to do mm-hmm. this for? Yeah. And they got to think about it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any of the last ones. I sort of remember Black Box, uh, but... I remember th- I remember The Lie. The Lie is... What a film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I think last time... I do think last time it was... It's not... Uh, 
it was also that they like they varied in quality. Yes. And they're like lump them all together. This one, yeah, maybe they actually have a more cohesive plan yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, certainly yeah. looks like it. It feels more cohesive this time around, yeah. And I mean, I I'm always I'm always open to horror movies. Blumhouse yeah, Evil uh, hits more than it misses. Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's horror, man. Yeah, I it's, love it's, I, it's horror. I love it all. And I like that Blumhouse specifically goes after uh, new filmmakers, you know? Yeah. Or like under underserved voices or points of view and things like that. So I enjoy like I I I I have a lot of respect for Blumhouse as a production company, so. No, I agree. It's sort of like uh it's like Look, I'm not gonna like always like yeah. every movie, but I like the overall system right. that they have. It's, so it's, yeah, it's the Wayne's World thing. It's like Led Zeppelin didn't write music that everybody liked. Yeah, they left that to the Bee Gees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like you're not gonna <laughs> like everything, but right. uh, check all this out. And then sometimes yeah. they put out Truth or Dare. Sometimes they do that. That's one where I'm like, man. That's like the most hey. head scratching one, I think. That's because that's I think that's the only one I've seen that was like genuine dog shit. I'm still so for people who don't know, me and Tom sat down and we were like, let's watch Truth or Dare. We sure did. And then we bought the wrong Truth or Dare. We watched the wrong Truth or Dare, and it was better than the Blumhouse version. Yes, that hit to be theaters. clear. We bought the like super indie, yeah. like me and my friends made a movie, Truth or Dare. Uh, it was, I mean, it was still a movie. They did a yeah, decent enough did job, a decent job, but it was very rough around the edges, and it was so much better than the we're gonna slap a weird smile CGI yeah. and smile on people. Blumhouse Truth or Dare. That was a piece of shit. That's real bad. Yeah, watch the uh, yeah. watch the older indie Truth or Dare. It's it's not yeah. it's not perfect, but it's like surprisingly not bad. Or do what we do, watch them both. Watch them both. <laughs> and have Watch them both in one night. And be three hours closer to the grave with nothing to show for it. Yeah, there's also one from the 80s. I can't speak on that one. No, definitely haven't seen that one. Yeah, but maybe that one's also good. I don't know, man. Maybe. Yeah, who can say? By the way, that's, that was that's the director of Fantasy Island who made that truth or dare. I'm not surprised. They both had yeah. they both had Lucy Hale in it. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, that checks out. And they're both dog shit. And they're both. Not That's right. Great. I forgot. Fantasy Island was a Blumhouse movie too. Yeah, that movie was real bad. <laughs> Again, <laughs> some misses, some hits. Some misses. It's a studio. Some misses, some hits. Yeah, it's a studio. Yeah, they're they're yeah. not, not going to like everything they do. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're going to remake Fantasy Island yeah. as a horror, and then everybody will forget about it pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, all right, you want to move on to news stories? I would love to. Let's thank some producers first. <clears throat> Big thank you to the Kool-Aid Molotov says, pulmonary embolism is an exceedingly rare side effect of the Moderna, so get the Pfizer and purge the weakness from the proletariat. Uh, Kool-Aid Molotov, get better. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're feeling better. I hope you're feeling Good all God. right, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Our, our, all our love to you. Um, big thanks to E.T., the extravagant terrestrial. Mm. Uh, thank you to Cody Johnston's time machine noise. Thank you. Yep. Um, thoughts and prayers for that as well. Uh, thank you to Pete for Pagel. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you very much. Thank you to Glitterus, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> oh, somebody make that movie. Tell him to get back <laughs> into the Chocolate River Room. <laughs> That's another man that you can have this chasing that children. Purple hat. Yeah. And I told that you barely not, wearing it. Told you not to lick the the walls. I feel like you should have like his street clothes under the suit. Yeah. And it's like visible. Uh, thank you to uh, subscribe to Jason Pargin's Substack. Oh, yeah. Everybody do that. Everybody do that. Thank you. Yeah, do it. Thank you to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight. Woo. Thank you very much. All right. Let me jump in here. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Andrew. Andrew Howe. Howe. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you Vincent. to RevMD. Thank, thank you to you. Dr. DNA. Thank you thank to you. Lauren Gucci. Thank, thank you to you. Bootler Bootlison. Thank you very much. All right. Stories. All right, you fuckers. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, best news. Yeah, so Robert Eggers, uh, filmmaker behind The Witch and The Lighthouse, is remaking Nosferatu. Good news. With uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Also good news. Also surprising news. <laughs> I hope she plays Nosferatu. Like the, the Nosferatu. Yeah. I hope so. And like full makeup. Uh, Did you watch Shadow of the Vampire? Yes. Okay. That's all. That's uh, all. Yeah, that's, I just want to remind people of that movie. Yeah, Shadow of the Vampire. Um, it's a fictional take on the making of Nosferatu. It's like, what if it was a real vampire and it's starring Willem Dafoe and John Malkovich? It's an interesting idea. I, I didn't love the movie. Um, yeah, that director, he did Begotten and he did, um, God, one other movie. He's not someone that you give like a money to. Uh, Suspect Zero. That's his other film. Uh, and like, God bless them for being like, here's Willem Dafoe. Here's like two of the most Willem Dafoe and fucking uh, 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 John Malkovich. Yeah. Here are two actors that'll just go with whatever crazy horse shit yeah. you throw at them. <laughs> they will do whatever you that. say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, point is that Robert Eggers, he's making that Viking movie first, I believe. Uh, yeah, the Norse. It's either called The Northman or The Norseman. That actually comes out soon, I think. Yeah. Next year, maybe. I. So I hope that this is the closest this director gets to making a Hollywood movie, right? Nosferatu is perfect for him. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's like a fucking hundred-year-old movie. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's not like, you know, they didn't give him Bride of Frankenstein or something. It's this this weird plague film. Like, if you watch The Lighthouse, you're like, of course you give this guy Nosferatu. Um, yeah, the, the surprise. Uh, it, I, I'm surprised Anya Taylor Joy is working with him again because I've heard The Witch was not a fun movie to make. Um, d- well, yeah, I heard that too, but maybe he wasn't a bad guy, you know? May- um, maybe, yeah. I heard, I heard stuff like the goat, I, who played Black, Black Philip, Phillip, yeah. turned out to be uh, really difficult, <laughs> and it's like, well, real shitty goat. Yeah, he kept attacking like the guy who played the dad. Listen, and it's like maybe the he's ghost's just in, in character. character. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's the Jared Leto of shitty goats. <laughs> so I I imagine that's one of those things where it's like, look, we're making an indie film. We're out in the fucking woods. Uh, you you have to do scenes where you're like walking naked in the woods. Yeah. Like it it it's gotta be like, uh, I mean, uh, just from her working with him again, I assume. I, I I hope he doesn't have her family hostage. You know, it was uh, yeah. I just I 
for some reason I was envisioning it like a Jim Cameron Sigourney Weaver situation where it's like, well, does she never fucking work with him again? (laughs) Right, right, exactly. (laughs) But then, of course, Um, she did, you know, years and years later. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious about that now. But uh, having just rewatched The Witch and um, The Lighthouse, I'm super excited for whatever fucking insanity this is going to be. This, I Th- love this filmmaker. <laughs> I know, me too. This might be his most normal film. It might Nosferatu. be. But I hope this it's is... not. Yeah, me too. Because Nosferatu is not a normal film. No, I feel like this guy's got a blank check, right? It's the thing, like, uh, he's been think, doing, it's just A24, I think right? he, I think he has a blank check for about $6 million. Yes. And they'll get, they'll yeah. give him exactly <laughs> $6 million to do whatever the fuck crawls into his head. Right, <laughs> but, but I think he's got the thing where, like, actors probably want to work with him. Uh, it's, uh, is this A24 or is this uh, a new studio? Because that must be, right? Yeah, that might, wait, it must be A24? Yeah. They're, Do they have the rights? Oh, Nosferatu. There's no there's rights, no right? There's no rights to Nosferatu. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure. I, 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 unless you're Steamboat Willie, the fucking- Right, exactly. That has lapsed by now. That's God. Yeah. yeah. So I, oh God, I hope it's just A24. It's not really- He came to them- It's not really based on anything. It was just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I hope he did yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's- it, It's- if you it's exciting if you've not a lot of people i think i think uh, a lot of people haven't watched nosferatu which is completely understandable it's a silent film it's not you know the most exciting but like uh, uh you should watch it it's really you you might be surprised at how fucking weird it is it's so oh yeah it's like legitimately unsettling yeah and it's there's, it's weird because if anybody else was remaking Nosferatu, I'd be like, why? Yeah. Like, don't do that. Um, but it's sort of the uh, 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 Denise Villeneuve um, and like the things he chooses to sequel and remake. Again, if anybody else was doing it, I'd be like, fucking why? But then it's him, so it's like, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, it, you know what it reminds me of, uh, honestly. When I first heard that, like, Sam Raimi was doing, well, Spider-Man, or Peter Jackson was doing Lord of the Rings, um, it reminds me of when an indie director doing a bigger thing was like, oh, fuck yeah, they're going to fuck that up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in a good way. In a good they're way gonna, yeah. They, yeah, it's going to be like a Sam Raimi film, but it's Spider-Man. Uh, and so, like, I, I'm glad there's still elements of that. It feels like it has to be properties that no one cares about, you know? It has to be fucking, hey, I'm going to make Dune. And they're like, sure, no one sure. else is making it. It's <laughs> yeah. a Denis Villeneuve, I think. I looked it up once. Uh-huh. There's like three different. Uh, there, it's 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 wild, man. I think it's because there's like French Canadian and then there's like France. And the, like there's like a bunch of different. Right, right, People right. seem to be and like. He specifically is French Canadian, so. Okay, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Fucking. Robert Ed- Edgar's. I don't know. Give him. Give him another property that people don't give I a shit about. I cannot wait to see him do Nosferatu. Like I'm excited as yeah. shit for his Viking movie. That's going to be out of its mind. But fucking yeah. Nosferatu. Good God. Just bring. He's bring it, transplanting the lighthouse's energy onto Nosferatu. Oh God. Yeah. My God. 
The only way a studio can fuck this up is by trying to involve themselves. I think they know better because you know I mean? otherwise they would have given yeah. him Dracula. Yeah, exactly. He's not doing Dracula. He's doing Nosferatu. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I would. The the I feel like Universal learned their lesson with the Dark Universe. Yeah, I yeah. think if he did, a, I think if he did a Universal monster, they would also be like, "Sure, man." <laughs> like, let him do some please. weird shit. Let him do some Bram yeah. Stoker's Dracula shit, where he makes it with old technology, like the lighthouse. Yeah. You know what I want to see him do? I want to see him do a Batman. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I think DC DC is in the same place. I think where if he was like, I want to do a Batman, they'd be like, Yeah, man, just here, anything. here's this much money. Anything. Uh, yeah, call us when you made it. Yeah, anything that's unique and distinct. Because <laughs> that's I think that is what A twenty four is now like. All their trailers, it feels like like check out this lamb child. Yeah, hey, you want to see that? And it's like fuck yeah, I, I do. Mean, they're 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 building a mountain out of um, real high concept films. Uh, yeah, so respect the shit out of them. They're they're bringing yeah. high concept movies to uh, with, to a uh, mainstream distribution. Yeah, so that's why them. it's so funny. This is his most normal thing. <laughs> or, on, or like, paper. on paper, on, on paper. paper, it's his most normal thing. Yeah, yeah. And even then, it's a fucking weird idea. You're gonna oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, you're doing what? <laughs> oh, right, what a mania. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So there's a story about the MPAA head uh, at, at CinemaCon, like, blamed um, same-day streaming for online pri- uh, piracy, which, by the way, is coming back. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on this? It- Not really. There's There can be... There's any number of reasons. Uh, I think the surge is... Same day streaming probably has something to do with it, but it's also, uh, I mean, people don't want to go out, so they're gonna yeah. and and most, I like indirectly, like same day streaming. Maybe people are like, well, I have to go to the theater to see that. No, I'd rather not. Let me see if I can find it online. You know? Yeah. I well, here's what I I do think. I don't think they're wrong, and I do think this has been something that's going on mm-hmm. even pre-pandemic. Which we've talked about before is that piracy was a big issue, movie piracy, and then sort of Netflix came along, and people were like, "Oh yeah, that's well, that's easier." Even like a part of it was like, "We just want to have access to this thing." Exactly, exactly. Um, like I guarantee these, a lot of these people would, if the movie was available to rent, they'd rent it. Right. I think uh, people are more. Most people, I would venture to guess, just judging on people that I've talked to and kind of my attitude towards it, uh, it's not so much they don't want to pay for it, it's just the convenience of it. Like, I would, I want to have, like you said, I want to have the access to it. Like, it's not just, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's just Netflix that cuts that cut down on movie piracy. It was stuff like iTunes and Amazon Prime, or right. stuff that just has, uh, like, rental slash purchasing storefronts that just have a huge library of movies that what you're looking for it's well if i can find it right here on amazon sure i'll give you two bucks that yeah saves me from having to scour the dark web for a shitty camcorder copy of it right and we were hitting that point when piracy first started where obviously it was the internet yeah (laughs) just the existence of it people were like hey this is way easier and then like blockbuster and rental they weren't doing anybody any favors and it was that realization of like there's feels like there's a better system we have computers now why aren't we just getting on computers 
And then, yeah, Netflix answered that. And I think what happened then is everybody was like, we're also Netflix. Also pay us $10 a month. And that's when there were people who were like, you know what? I can't have all these. And then we, we get the piracy. Yeah, I'm not going to pay. That, that's all that's I'm not going to pay Paramount $10 a month so I can for the privilege of watching Infinite. Right. And that's the other thing is that there's there's always been some movies where it's just not worth like going to a theater for or like renting. And I think there is I think there is a culture of people who are like, I want to see that. I don't want to see it enough to support it. Uh, and that that is kind of a bummer, but it's always going to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the like it's tough because like, yeah, they got to make money. <laughs> like it's hard for a service to be like 10 bucks a month we're gonna give you all these like you know multi-million dollar productions mm-hmm. but it has just become so split that it's like i don't know i i see why it would come back now yeah uh so yeah i think i think all of the above really yeah it's a lot of factors i'm yeah i don't know i don't know, I don't know what to do about this yeah. there's no call to action no here. what do we do about um, it? i don't know <laughs> I'll tell you what we do, Tom. We see The Matrix 4, brilliant segue. Yeah. Uh which is now called The Matrix Resurrections. Sure. I feel like there was some point where there were like I guess we're committed to using R words. Yeah, that are um, that are specifically that are plural. Yeah, and I don't think the Wachowskis know when that happened. <laughs> I think they were like, fuck, I guess that's just what we're doing. Uh this is weird. But apparently there's a trailer that showed at, I think, CinemaCon. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I I have nothing but goodness in my heart for The Matrix 4, even though it makes no sense that it could exist. Uh, yeah, it does. I think we're ready. I mean, there's there's, there's plenty of, 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 of plot reasons you could come up with. But they got they had a truce, Tom. I know, Dave. But Neo is spoilers. Neo is dead. He's turbo dead. But yeah, he's all Jesus. His up. essence could it still exist in the Matrix, Dave? Yeah, they it's they like sucked fine. him off right before he died it's too. Fine. Yeah. No, I mean that's kind of why I'm like I don't give a shit that the Matrix is ha- there's no fucking rules no it's it's not <laughs> it's like it's yeah. not really a sacred cow like i mean it was huge in the early 2000s but like i for, for me anyway it's not a sacred cow because i was never a big matrix fan and those two sequels are pretty bad uh so th- yeah. this can only go up <laughs> for me we we talked about this i think in the animatrix yeah is that i think i'm the biggest matrix fan you know and I'm not that big of a Matrix fan. <laughs> right. You're still a very casual <laughs> like, Matrix fan. <laughs> yeah. I am delighted. I've I have consumed everything around the Matrix. Mm-hmm. The games, the 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 movies, the the the, the Animatrix. Mm-hmm. I consumed them at the time they came out. I I think the attraction I had and I'm pretty sure I said this already is that it was like it felt like the first time since st- like a Star Wars since it was like this is not only original but it's an original like fantasy world building it was that can, can that can spin off into all this stuff yeah and it's like we don't get that very often no we, get, we don't you know lord of the rings but that's based off of something else and that's the also Matrix, a, was just like, a real contained story like i think as we're discovering and as amazon is about to discover much to their uh dismay uh it's not really a world I think that you really want to spend time in in Lord of the Rings. It's really the story. 
is what we get. Yeah. That specific story is what people like. It's not Middle Earth. Uh, right. Middle Earth is kind of a boring fantasy universe. It's very, very basic. I, I, I realize yeah. every fantasy universe is spun off from Middle Earth pretty much. Yeah, but, but it uh, is, it's a bunch it's of, very it's basic. a bunch of, it's a lot of honkies standing on marble. Yeah. You know? A whole lot of honkies. Yeah. In robes. Yeah. Just like talking. Like, I don't know what they fucking do for fun. That's what they do. You saw what Saruman does. He sits in his little room and plays with his Palantir. Yeah. That's his whole life, man. And it's not that much different from my life. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. sit in a room. Yeah. We all kind of have our little, like, fucking. <laughs> my TV, my t- orbs. Yeah. My smart TV is a Palantir. <laughs> Right, I can I, feel like I can spy on anyone in the world. <laughs> right, and then the evil can see you as well. Exactly. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the Matrix. It's like yeah, you could really you, like you could have a Matrix series. They did. Uh, they did go. They they made better on their promise than Star Wars ever did for sure. Like not in the mainline series, but with like the Animatrix and like. Uh, to an extent some of the games where they're like this is a broader universe it's not just about neo yeah exactly yeah absolutely there was uh, the the first matrix game was not about neo yeah uh it, it was really cool uh and then the second one was super about neo yeah. but that was also cool uh yeah i think i think there's a lot more room here i assume that neo and trinity and so on i don't know how they're going to bring trinity into this but they will same shit um she got fucking rebarred to death uh she didn't die like in the matrix oh that's true well i her mean her skeleton you can, you is can in argue Zion, that she left just like rotting she left artifacts of herself behind in the matrix there's there's a way to, oh yeah it's science I fiction I know, I know. Or maybe the fucking robots healed her. Or maybe it'll just be a say? ghost in a vision. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah, there's there's a lot here. They, I get why they're bringing Keanu and everything, but I do hope they spin it off even more. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, they uh, become should. the next. Yeah, and then they'll be you know bought by Disney, and then we'll get like a Matrix theme park. Uh, I don't hate you know. that. I mean, I hate Disney. No buying it but i wouldn't mind a matrix theme park yeah why not bunch of dickheads and suits yeah uh, dressed like a fucking asshole mm, yeah it'd be great i can't wait i can't wait to dress <laughs> like i vape yeah oh man like i like <laughs> there like, is so you, you think there's gonna be vaping in this one there better be yeah I, I i can't wait to dress like i vape in a fucking uber pool without rolling the windows yeah. down uh <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, actually, this... actually, the, the people in the Matrix dress dress like they smoke cloves in an Uber pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing this movie can do to hurt me. No. Well, that's the it beauty. Can of it. it can only delight me. It can only add to the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all it can do. It can only delight me. It's funny how these things. Because I also that I. It's like our, our our buddy Abe. He he doesn't want to watch like the third Mummy, um, and for me it's just like more Mummy, you know. Like it's not gonna hurt anything about like that's the thing. The first Matrix it should have been standalone. It was designed to be. Yeah. But adding to it, it was like this doesn't take anything away. I'm I'm. It's weird how I still haven't figured out why some movies can do that in my brain and others can't. I don't know. I don't know either, man. Yeah. Who can say? Uh, I think it's maybe we should move on. 
Let's take some yeah, more people. Yeah, we got Yeah, let's take some more people. Thank you to Tux. Woo. Thank you, Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Woo. Thank you, Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Uh thank you to Oh great. It's that yeah. guy. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you to Vaccinated Man, Andrew McGuire. Woo. Thank you. Thank you to AJ. Woo. And thank you to Tip Drizzle. Yeah. Tip All Drizzle. right, let me take over. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Yeah. Thank you to yeah. Mrs. Voidus. Thank yeah. you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank oh, you to yeah. Aaron Burser. Mm-hmm. Thank you to David Knife Boot, Henson Knife MBA Boot. CPA. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Woo. Thank you to Vaccinated Jay. And yeah. thank you to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. Now, Dave. Mm. Dave, open up your ears. Open up Woo. your ears. I need you to hear what I'm saying Woo. and then respond to it. Yeah. Do you yeah, have yeah. a movie that deserves more hype? Wait. Do you have two movies that deserve oh. more hype? I was gonna say no, Tom. I don't because because I thought you were gonna stop at one. But to answer your your second question, uh, yes, oh, I have two shit. movies, two movies that deserve more hype. Yes, um, I couldn't ch- choose between them, and then I realized they both had the similar themes. Uh, so I was like, "Fuck it, let's slap them both." Uh, yes, yeah, slap, uh, slap them, slap, slap them both wetly down. Yeah, these are both exorcism movies. Uh, but they don't at least appear to be your typical exorcism movie. They both seem to have things <laughs> that subvert Grand them. Granddaddy's exorcism movie. Yeah. This first one is already out. It's on Netflix now. It came out on Wednesday. Hmm. It only had a handful of reviews, uh, but it did have 100%. That doesn't mean it's a 100% perfect movie. Uh, this is called The Old Ways. This is um, about a... A reporter, a Mexican-American reporter who returns to her, um, like, her ancestral, like, hometown. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember where, but... Um, Veracruz, and it she, says. Where does it? Oh, it does say Veracruz. sure does. Uh, and she, she gets kidnapped by um, faith healers, and they are insistent that she is possessed by a demon... And they begin an exorcism on her, and it seems, at least from the trailer and from the descriptions, pretty ambiguous about whether or not she's got a demon yeah, in her. She's actually haunted. Yeah, which like more movies should, you That's know, that's a cool point out way to do an exorcism movie. Yes, yeah, to do it from the point of view of the possessed person. Yeah, where it's like, you know, it's called uh, the old ways, which implies to me that it's like, yeah. This is like a very antiquated ritual they're doing. It sounds like it's a bit hard to watch because I think she gets uh, tortured a bit uh, by these people who believe there's a demon in her. Mm. Uh, but it looks really intense and it's getting great reviews. Um, and yeah, I don't know. That's, that's all I have to say about that. It's a good premise. It looks um, good. Yeah, the, the, the trailer looks good. Yeah, the trailer looks really good. So check that out, the old ways. Uh, just go ahead and t- type that, type that up, or go on Netflix and just fucking watch it. Yeah, something I have yet to do. I could have done it. I could have done it before we recorded, but you know. Uh, the second one is Agnes. Uh, this one, I'm not sure when this is coming out. This is still in festivals. 
Um, it's got about a, a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. This looks, the trailer for this looks really fucking weird. Um, and it's a group of nuns, and one of them appears to uh, be possessed. Uh, and they call in two priests, um, one of which has been, like, disgraced for being a pervert. Yeah. Uh, and the other one isn't technically a priest. He's like a young, so it's like, it's like a, it's like an even grittier, um, fucking exorcist, um, Father Damien. Uh, and I, from what I can tell, it's not really an exorcism movie. It, it sort of devolves, the premise sort of devolves, or not devolves, but like changes into something entirely different. Um, Something a little more thoughtful, apparently. Yeah, it really looks uh, more about, about like the institution, uh, yeah, uh, rather than the actual possession. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's it's around an exorcism, but the reviews have very much clearly said like, look, if you want to watch like a demon possession movie, don't watch this. This is not that. Yeah, it's not it's not gonna do it for you. Uh this is about something else entirely. So it I don't know. It, it people seem buzzed about it. Um it looks really unique. Uh it's called Agnes. Yeah, the uh the young priest is the the male lead from the Vast of Night. Yeah, who's I'm I'm loving seeing these Vast of Night fuckers. Yeah, and other yeah, things. the we what was the the girl is in We Need to Do Something? Is that Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The uh, movie deserved more hype from like two weeks ago. Yeah, I hope, God, I hope their careers blow up. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it just looks really interesting. Both of these look really interesting uh, takes on exorcisms, which, like, like I'm glad, it, What I think what it is is that, like, when you normally, when a movie's like, it's an exorcism, but a twist, they don't really mean, like, a, you know, like, they're going to be like, but it's... Right, it's going to have some what. goofball... Shyamalan-esque twist at the end or like it's like a dog that's possessed where they like they don't understand what needs because there's a lot to say about the exorcism genre because real life exorcisms are fucked up yeah uh and so like it's a it's a uh, bananas thing that we still do yeah yeah exactly uh, you know, because there's no demons, so I mean, we're just doing this probably to people. Not, yeah, with mental health problems. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, this is just a mental health thing that we're torturing people with. Yeah, so it it's I don't know. It, it this both of these movies seem like somewhat aware of that fact. Yeah. Um, from at least from the trailer and description. So yeah, right. check them out. They seem to understand that what parts of the exorcism movie need to be subverted yeah and what parts are always going to be kind of scary yeah uh, yeah so it's it, it looks interesting uh yeah check that shit out yeah folks that's More a hype. sewed you fuckers yeah <laughs> we sewed you oh, we, we sewed you uh, you got sewed so hard oh, oh man this is normally fuck. where we'd ask the guest to plug stuff but there is no guest yeah god it's just, yeah. just thank god we don't have to do that yeah that was exhausting yeah fuck that. it takes a lot yeah so why don't you go ahead and tell them what we got going on dave 
You know, you know, Tom, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Woo! If you go on there for five dollars a month, you get exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, mm. Fox Muller is a Maniac, mm. uh, Star Trek The Next Futurama. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to pitch in an extra five dollars on top of that, we watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. We just wrapped up the Twilight series. We sure as shit did. Yeah, I don't know where we'll go from there. We kind of peaked. Yeah, I don't know. It's all downhill from here, baby. Yeah, <laughs> after the, uh, after as the, I suggested. After the fifth Twilight film. My suggestion, we just crank it back yeah, to the first Yeah, we just start one. it over again. Just Twilight forever. Yeah. Uh, or start with the fifth one and work backwards. Yes, like a TBS marathon of the Jaws sequels that you catch out yeah. of order. <laughs> yeah. So it goes like Jaws 3, Jaws 2, Jaws the Revenge, and then like Rush Hour. Yeah, which is how how the Jaws. Yeah, that's the natural progression of the Jaws series. We also have a store. Uh, head over to gamefullyunemployed.com where you can check where you can find the uh, complicated link to our new Teespring store, where you can get T-shirts and 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 all sorts of other kinds of delightful <laughs> merchandise. We have. I really fucked that up. That's yeah, so good, man. Teespring. We're on vacation. <laughs> Too spring, too spring. Yeah, no, no. There's, their shirts are great. I, I, I have one of them. I, I can't wait to get more. They're sturdy ass shirts. They have more like fabric options and shit. Mm-hmm. I really like their shirts. Yeah, it's a bet. It's in general, it appears to be a better service than we were using previously. So, check that out. Yeah, give they're good shirts. Give them your support. Give them and by extension, us. By pure coincidence. Like pure coincidence. We have no dog in this fight, except that we get a percentage of all the yeah, sales. Yeah, except for the dog that we have. Except for these the dogs that we have in yeah. this fight. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, uh, let's get out of here. Okay. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.